0: Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh,
1: yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it
0: weird. With it weird. Pete Holmes. Yes, All right. What, is,
1: what What is happening, weirdos? It's like 1.20 in the morning on a Thursday and I'm sending this to poor Katie, who has to put this together. Oh, Katie Levine, you'll bury us all. Uh, real quick, Harris Whittle's great episode. Really excited. No no surprise there. You made it weird.com. Buy some t shirts. Quickest and easiest way to get involved. Uh, weird at is a way to email the show. Tour dates, you should know this. We know this. If you're listening to this on Friday, that means tonight. I am going to be at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego and Saturday, uh, that's May 4th and 5th, May 10th through 13th, Laughing Skull Atlanta, May 17th through 19th, Salt Lake City at Wise Guys, May 31st through June 2nd, Comedy Attic in Indiana, and June 13th through 16th, Helium in Portland. Going to be a bumbershoot, going to be at Bonnaroo, going to be at Sasquatch. Uh, you can you can find me on the schedules for all of those. Episodes brought to you by Amazon. Go to Nerdist.com and go to this episode, and there's an Amazon banner. Click on that. Shop as you normally would. Good way to support the show. Also, YouMadeItWeird.com, as I already mentioned, is the best and easiest way to support the show. I think. I think. I think. All right, guys. A lot of good episodes coming up. Really excited. Recorded some of them today, and Harris is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, He listens to the show. That's rare. So he knew the deal, and we get it into it real quick. So... Enjoy it, please. Yes. Twiddles, Twiddles, bite-sized candies, taste the rainbow of fruit flavors of Twiddles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is a fun name, huh? Have you ever gotten that before? That whole song? <laughs> Just as I did? Kind of smiling? I've never gotten that exactly, but first time familiar? I did Margo. No,
1: I... It's a Skittles song. That's all I want to I've say. I've never
0: even heard that song. Skittles,
1: Skittles, by t- t- candies, taste the rainbow of fruit flavors?
0: Of not, not an official Skittles song. You made that no, up No, it's real.
1: <laughs> Is this a fat joke? That <laughs> no. I just sit around eating Skittles and I'm like, how do I describe my love for the Skittles?
0: Skittles aren't fattening, they're fruit.
1: Uh, they're well, fr- <laughs> I love how those candies will say, like Twizzlers, will be like, fat-free. And it's because it's right. just
0: like centrifuged sugar. Twizzlers, I think, are actually what they make toys out of. Is it? No, I mean I'm not saying that as oh, a fact, but the the texture and the taste. That is what I, I, see, I, I it, would it believe. Tastes it tastes like yeah, a it's toy. not fattening because it's plastic.
1: It is fattening. Twizzlers are absolutely Harris. Uh, Harris. I gotta stop eating Twizzlers. No, Twizzlers are the best. You ever bite the top and the bottom, and then use it the to drink really, through it. Yeah, yes. Really lazy straw.
0: Fuck Yeah. How's that lazy? That's the most work you can do on us. <laughs> I mean, the straw you itself. You make it. You make the straw, the straw.
1: Isn't pulling its weight. Right. You're doing a lot of sucking, mm-hmm. and it makes the soda last forever. It does. Remember the candy that was just a Coke bottle that was wax and it was filled with like super Coke.
0: Yes. Well, it wasn't Coke. It was little fruit juices. Well, some of them were it fruit came juices. In a, a, they're called like nips or something. Nips. Uh, those nips. were amazing, and I I tried to revisit those this year, and yeah. they're so bad. Yeah, The of juice course is they just, are. It's sitting in a Seven Eleven, not even uh, a Seven Eleven. Like well, a remember bodega. the barrels,
1: the barrels with the t- foil tops. Yeah, it was a drink. Now it's like it would be like blue water. <laughs> Oh, the, yeah. It was like a crate of them <laughs> for like a dollar.
0: Yeah. It was definitely yeah. some kind of white trashy yeah. stuff. They're, I wanted yes. it so bad. I know they're good. I I grew up being able. I was small growing up, yep. and still. But even <laughs> I then, I was I was very small, yeah. And my mom would, when we go grocery shopping, she'd give me my own basket and just tell me to have a field day. No, because she just wanted me to eat anything just to get weight. Really? So I fucking- Oh, you were scrawny and short? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> take <sorry>. it easy. <laughs> 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 yeah, but
1: then I walked by like eating a muffin, just like, I'm doing okay. I was very doughy. I was so doughy. Shirts for Skins that, yeah. was okay. For- were you so skinny that it was embarrassing to like remove your shirt? Does this no. need to be plugged in? What is this? Sorry. <laughs> That's a XLR cable. That is an XLR I got to go to the Y team station for and the power converters. What's Luke's <laughs> first line?
0: who Luke's oh. <laughs> just kidding I know you're <laughs> you know about. Who it is I'm not a huge uh, Star Wars guy go back to you being allowed to buy whatever you oh wanted, yeah I had like that a, is fascinating I had like a mini fridge in my room you didn't with sodas and string cheese and you did I was a fucking spoiled little shit
1: you and, were living the fat kid dream
0: yeah I was the house that people wanted to come have sleep over. you had fun parents yeah, yeah yeah, and you'd come over and be like you want a soda I'll yeah. go downstairs Hold your, hold on a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's mean, a fridge in exactly. here. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking no need,
1: guy. Because they wanted you to bulk up.
0: See? Well, also they just loved me. I was a spoiled Jewish child and only
1: uh, spoiled only Jewish child.
0: No, I had an older sister who was the same both who, spoiled yeah i mean we just had they were just really nice to us and really huh. supportive
1: i don't know why that seems more of a single child only child sort of thing
0: right that i i and do have really only child tendencies but i grew yeah. up with a sibling
1: i i started to think that that might be one of my things for dating somebody have you ever noticed look i love all people's and i don't want to ostracize mm-hmm. a huge group mm-hmm. but there are uh <laughs> people that when when you uh date somebody or or get to know a friend even and they're a single ch- only why do i keep saying single child they're mm-hmm. an only child an unmarried child that will <laughs> that will indicate yeah. that maybe they i don't know i can't even
0: say it Man, i can't even I, finish I, that thought because i'm offended by it i know there's because uh, they didn't grow up with another kid yeah there's there's a writer on my show i love dearly on parks yeah who uh anytime we get in the slightest argument i go only child 'Cause she was an only child. Yeah. It drives her fucking crazy.
1: I, I could feel all the only children <laughs> that listen to the show hating me. Like you know what's funny is I didn't even learn that much having a brother. In fact, right. I didn't really get to know my brother until my divorce. Mm-hmm. Not not to make this about me. Mm-hmm. But like for twenty eight years I kinda was kicking it at home and my brother was out like living life. What's the age diff? <laughs> <laughs> I love abbreviations I know, so much. much. It's the fastest way. I hope ride. they never
0: become hack. They me are. Too. They are hack. They're alt-hack. It, alt, be, they're alt it, hack it might make the list of alt-hack
1: abbreviations. I
0: learned that from Kumail. Although, Kumail he brought me the into show. the fold because I had that separate. Oh, did you? And then he it's, was like, you know, we there's a secret society of us. It's up your alley. Yeah. You like to marshal...
1: I'm a, yeah yeah well that that brings us nicely to humble brag oh great by the way this is Harris Whittles everybody will know because you
0: oh yes thanks for having me on you're so, Captain Weird Pants you're
1: so great I always love talking to you man so I'm you too. Glad that's why I did this
0: show because this is the only way I think we can talk ah, I'm not what, what am I gonna ask you to hang out you have your group of friends no, I have my group of friends I
1: don't even it's crazy I was just saying that to someone the only way it's like in Say by the Bell when Zach Morris called his dad on his cell phone mm-hmm. and his dad's like I'm sorry I have to take this call and, yeah. it's Zach and he goes is is this the only way we can talk, Dad, <laughs> yeah. on his huge 80s yeah. phone? That's how I, I feel with my friends, and that's how my friends feel about me. Because if it's off mic, we're just like, what's the point?
0: Right, right, right. And even as it's we're talking, I'm up. like,
1: I'm glad we get to have the thing about the wax and you." Well, grocery shopping. Okay,
0: but my perception of you is that you and Chelsea and TJ and Nick are just constantly... Just gallivanting around yeah. Silver Lake and and Santa Monica, and having brunches all the time. Yeah, we you know we run real hot
1: and cold. I'm glad <laughs> you're bringing this up. Like Chelsea and I hung out today, and then like before that, I think it had been because we travel. You know, I I just right. did Bridge Town. Right. And uh, she was in Wyoming or something. So there'll be like a week and then we'll hang out and then there'll be a week and then we'll hang out. I think other friends are probably seeing each other more.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, that's accepted amongst comedians. You don't see each other for a long time. Yeah.
1: And then like my birthday was out. on a Friday mm-hmm. and I just sent out a text. I was like, who's in town? And uh, of course, no one was. It's a Friday. Right, right. 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 So me and Nick Thune ended up eating steaks and drinking martinis in the middle of the day. Which Am was, I? I'm going to give you. That's a perfect birthday, right? It Is was a perfect okay, birthday. It was a fucking. Per- and you know What made it so great? (laughs) Unplanned. Right. I had a meeting in the morning and it was a great show business meeting. I Mm -hmm. love that. I love show business so much. Great little gift to myself. Mm -hmm. Then I get a text from Thune just as I'm leaving in the car. And you know, like you know how it is sometimes in LA you get home and then you're like, I'm home now. Oh yeah, I'm not for, going for out weeks. again. <laughs> Jesus I've actually you're joking? I've heard of people that'll be like, I haven't been out of the house in a oh, while yeah, and they're yeah. like, How long? Months. Uh- <laughs> Grocery delivery, on
0: demand I think marijuana yeah, no smoke makes an appearance. It. No need to leave. Uh, it's sad. I just moved into a place and I'm in that zone where I. Well, that's just what I was going to ask you. Wanna... you. You, you're a homeowner. We're skipping around a lot. I we know, able, but this you is good because the we show. Have... Does it bother you
1: when we skip around?
0: uh it depends if they're interested in, if they want to talk about humble brag I don't I, well, we'll I don't, get I don't know Humblebrag. if that's interesting to them or it's not. it's interesting it's kind it's kind of interesting I but think so whatever it's played that's shit
1: I'm sure other people talk to you about humble brag right but I would like to talk to you about what it's like to be a
0: homeowner yeah it's uh it's, it's crazy man you're younger than me yeah twenty about to be in two days twenty eight in two days twenty eight yeah from the world we say
1: go fuck yourself uh, <laughs> 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 to all the people working hard jobs, well, I thought I hated myself. I hate you, man. It was, it
0: was a slow progression. Yep. Uh, well, you're I doing had, really well. I had.
1: I'm doing all right. You're doing I'm great. Doing all right. Yeah. I. This is not a show where, of course, you know, I'm joking. Right. I, I'm not here to judge. I think it's wonderful that you're doing great. I think you're, you're doing great. Talented. Well, thank you. <laughs> You, that moment just encapsulated exactly what I'm going for on this show. Hey, man, you're great. You're doing great. You're hey, great. you're doing yeah. great. Yeah. Thanks. We could end the episode so, yeah. right here. End the whole thing, the well, whole you, podcast. You're selling books. Humble S- brag is a book. Selling books, yeah. Selling movies. Selling book. Uh, selling, selling, book selling movies, yeah. Selling movies. Uh, selling movies. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, leaving lucrative, uh, sorry to say lucrative, Le- mm-hmm. leaving uh, prestigious, um, nice television jobs to become acting mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what else? And that, buying homes, that covered it, yeah, I mean, and you're twenty seven yeah <laughs>
0: you dick there 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 <laughs> I am telling you, like I lived with roommates until I bought this house, I had two roommates, yes. And well, this is a show? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's this, a show. This is the show. Mm-hmm. This right here.
1: Why is it whenever I pick up a fork, it's dirty? <laughs> that's a dirty fork! Is this that... is a show, Jerry! This is a show! <laughs> that's my Seinfeld and my George. My lesser
0: known George you, impression. He's doing the Elaine dance silently right Jerry! now, Jerry, Jerry! Ah, there's A fork! <laughs> a <laughs> I can't really do it. No, you can't really do it. That's
1: why you're doing I it. I think impressions are so fun, and I have a very strict just try it policy, and nothing delights me more than trying an impression and seeing other people yeah. try impressions. It just makes it's me the best. so happy. There's
0: nothing better than impressions.
1: Do you want to do a little Seinfeld just to delight me?
0: No, and that's too because I can't. It would really pale to yours. Ah, There's no reason to do it. I'll try any other impression. Sure. Uh, Cosby? Let's see. We okay, just okay did the Cosby. one impression that I do. Yeah. Is do you watch Sex and the City ever? I've seen some. You know Steve Miranda's husband. Oh Jesus, Katie seems to. <laughs> I think a lot of people will know. He, yeah, Miranda, i the. I, <laughs> I do know him. he's bald. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, he got hair. Yeah, that what? That's that's uh, Charlotte's guy. Oh That's fuck. the other guy. He's the guy that's on California Vacation that is always naked and fucking. Uh, Every episode, yes. it's that guy fucking.
1: I thought it was David Duchovny fucking.
0: There everyone on that show fucks. It's a big fuck show. It's crazy. Well, you
1: work in television and you're aware of this new trend of like uh, different types of porn, lifestyle porn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love watching television. Uh, Like Mad Men, Mm -hmm. everybody's dressed really nice. Yes. Everybody has nice cars. Right. Everybody has these nice houses. That's how I know I'm a grown person because I'm looking. I was just watching Mad Men today. Yeah. I was like, Don's got a really nice apartment. (laughs) That's part of it. It's almost like pornography uh, that would be happening in a nice house is like doubly Mm -hmm. nice for me Mm -hmm. at my age. Because I'm like, I bet it's really quiet in that
0: neighborhood. (laughs) I I was just uh, reading the guy that did Gavin McGinnis, the guy that does Vice. I was reading his book. Uh-huh. You know Vice Magazine?
1: I, I do know it. It's, not well, yeah. but go. But It's funny, because so I, I have the word Vice written on my hand.
0: Oh, that's why I brought it up. That's not about the magazine. Is that I'm why you kidding. brought no, you,
1: you, that would have been amazing. Fucking Robert Downey Jr.'s... <laughs> <But> he, <laughs> uh, I was going to say Sylvester Holmes.
0: <laughs> I couldn't think of the name Sherlock, and it's my namesake. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> and, okay, good. But he, he was talking about signs that you're getting older, and one is that you like country music instead of hating it. Yeah, Because it's old guys that. talking about their shitty fucking lives. I can see and that. And you relate to those stories. Yep. And then another thing was you look at the Visiting. work, the craftsmanship of a house uh, in a way that you never did before. What You never gave a shit. Yeah.
1: I can't believe my parents had a house. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. And they have
1: another one. Yeah. I now go, they used to take me on tours as a child of like, you know, like a Rockefeller mansion. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? Right. Guess who does now? You. Me. Yeah, me look too. Look at that molding. Let's do it. Yeah. Fuck, look at how big this wall is. I know
0: because you go, "Ah, can I do that on on my place?" Like, yeah. uh, you know, you well, that, I, I don't enjoy anything unless I can relate it to my life, exactly. Well, there, there's a, uh, an element of truth to that. Is you know, everything we watch is like, "What can I steal? What can you know, I sponge I, from yes, this?" And I okay, I used to be really into baseball and and I'm not so much anymore. And I think it was because I used to think I could play professional baseball. And when you stopped... and then I stopped. No, uh, when I knew that I couldn't, I kind of stopped caring. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm never gonna have to fucking do that. That's interesting. I don't, it's kind of like it's it's. Uh, maybe I'm a sociopath. No, no, no. <laughs> sociopath. I'm a, I often worry that I'm a sociopath. Do you worry that you're a sociopath? I there's that test that people give that I've passed, so I'm not a sociopath. Can you give it... Is it hand bigger than face? Because if you punch me in the nose, I'm going to be so upset. (laughs) It's like a shitty test, and I'm going to botch it, but it's basically like, okay, so the scenario is... Oh, no. I'm so worried that I'm going to fail this test on the air.
1: (laughs) It's a woman. She's precious. I love her. Okay. I wonder how she's feeling.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to excel. How can I excel? Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) This <laughs> oh no! There's a woman and she's got these the uh, these parents and the mom dies and then she's at the funeral and she meets a guy and she falls deeply in love with him. They hit it off. They have a long conversation. Yeah. He leaves without giving her his number or anything. Right. A week later, uh, the, her dad dies. Uh, why? A week later, her dad dies. Yeah, Why? Yeah. And he... Oh, she killed the dad.
1: Why? Oh, she... A week later, she kills her dad? Yeah. I don't know, because she learned her model for male love from the father and hated the man
0: so much for not giving... Okay, see, you are not a sociopath. The sociopath's answer is she wanted to meet that guy again. And the only way she could Uh. do it... It's to kill someone. Whoa! So, but Whoa! because... Because you... Because people like you and me have these convoluted, weird... Yeah. Psycho- psychological fucking, you know, but that so yeah we're fine
1: oh my god I was so your, nervous it's, it's that I relief, was gonna be right? a sociopath because there have been times in my life where people have been crying to me and it just doesn't stir me mm-hmm. and you think it ought to but the truth of the matter is sometimes people cry about things that you don't care about
0: absolutely that's and a
1: terrifying yeah. realization I've had girlfriends and they're losing their minds and I'm right. just like am I a sociopath because I don't give a shit <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't, but it was because about something that we, not worth giving a shit to you. but also it's
0: hu- I think all humans if you feel Something there's a pretty strong chance that's what everyone feels. I got interesting. Say. Uh, saw a lot of people in conversation just want to fucking talk themselves. Yes, oh, you've listened to the show before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, well that's actually this is the show is baseball. I get more interested, and I think the listeners get more interested when they can extract something from you, and when I can extract something from you. Right. If I talk to somebody that's exactly on my level. Like here you are, mm. I'm already interested, twenty seven, mm. homeowner, coming from the roommates, interesting stuff. I know I know already some of the things I'm interested in talking to you about. So I'm invested because mm. maybe I could play baseball. All right. <laughs> but if you were Michael Jordan, I'd right. be I'd be pretty interested in you, <laughs> yeah. but I'd also be kinda like, Yeah, I, I have tendonitis, man. I'm not I can't do it. Yeah, ten minute interview with Michael. <laughs> what are those hands commercials like? <laughs> yeah. That's all I want to you talk about. With the flu, huh? What was that like? <laughs> Baseball didn't work. Hmm? <laughs> that's all I have. Mm-hmm. The most overplayed. Your son played basketball. I'm so glad we're not sociopaths. Although, yeah, that's good. That's interesting. I think
0: I, I've dated sociopaths. I
1: really? Think, yeah. Really, I think I have friends that have been accused by their lovers of being sociopaths. Right,
0: it's a great thing to yell at someone or borderline when they have hurt you. Borderlines, <laughs> borderlines. I for sure
1: have. I, d- I, I, I have as well. I'm yeah, sure, I think so.
0: Uh, I've dated some fucking nutballs, and that's a bad.
1: It's funny because I ran into that girl Katie in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Remember, yep. and you were coming in, and she's just a, a fan of the show, mm-hmm. which is always nice to talk. Mm-hmm. And then, as often happens with fans of the show or weirdos, as I call them, we just immediately started talking about like the deepest shit.
0: Yeah, because m- they feel like they they know, and you. they do.
1: She's. She says she's listened to every right. episode, which means she spent she knows everything. A uh, hundred hours yes. with me. Yeah. So we. And but that's that's a utopia that's what celebrity for me. Is. That, and that is something that I actually would enjoy. And, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, yeah. but I enjoy that.
0: Well, that is celebrity. That's Katie exactly and
1: I. That Katie, not you, Katie. Katie and I I can't talk to you Kate. No, I'm just kidding not <laughs> not like I did not like I did parking lot Katie no parking lot Katie came up and that is the juice we got into yes. it immediately yes. and started talking about it and I was like oh my god we just boiled down what would have been like 45 minutes of getting to know each other and got into the prime cut of the, rel- of the conversation and then we were out and we started talking about borderline personality disorder mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and about dating people like that and I was telling her that my dysfunction oh she wanted to fuck you dude <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. We did a little bit. You fucked a little bit. Is ha- hand touching is fucking right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I touched that hand. Yeah, handballs. What? Your hand to your balls. You know how some people like yeah. ass to mouth. I love handballs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Harder to find. Right. Mm-hmm. Ta- type in handballs compilation. Mm-hmm. You're only, only a couple hits. I don't like anything to mouth. At nothing to mouth,
0: man. I there. I go. Oh, she, there's no way that girl's liking that. That's going back into her mouth. After it's it inside of her. I
1: was just. Well, let's 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 stay on on topic. <laughs> I don't no, know
0: no, what no. topic we're on. Well, we're on uh, I could borderline. Do, like, three of these episodes and scratch the surface. <laughs> I know we're doing great.
1: Sex is about it's power. Only been one minute. I was just talking one to minute. somebody. It is. <laughs> Sex is about power. Yeah. It's a power shift, right? We've merged. We've con- we totally didn't even touch on comedy, and we've merged right into the second topic, which is fine. Uh, we'll come back to comedy, I promise. But uh, I was just talking to somebody about how they're like, uh, look, I don't even like saying rape. Uh, it's such a gross thing mm-hmm. and a horrible and thing. And it, it's hack. What's that? Attack. But it's like that. People say it's not about horniness, it's about power. And then we're kind of like, well, I forget who was saying this to me, but it was a friend of mine who was like, well, all sex is somewhat about power. Mm-hmm. And when you look at that degrading shit, like like I asked him, I'm sorry, guys. I'm yeah. sorry that no, this is uh, where uh, the yeah, show has gone. But that is about power. It's about a guy being like, yes. this is degrading. Yeah, I just
0: did that to you, and now you're going to. I you. know
1: you don't like it. Right.
0: And you know what's weird is like, I they think. They seem like they like it sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes a, I, they're acting, it's a job. Yeah.
1: I, maybe. I don't know. But I think what we're looking for in pornography in these extreme uh, things uh, is genuity. It's something real. Mm-hmm. Some sort of real reaction. Because we're all too aware that a girl can fake an orgasm. Yes. Or act like she wants to whatever. Yeah. But if you asked him out that that, that look in their eye is real. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There I hope a, they do enjoy yeah, it. No, you're right. And can yeah. I dare I say that there have been times when I, I've come close in my own mental experiments where I was like, I bet I, I kind of get that. The idea of being oh, degraded. Oh, listen,
0: let me also say I am so depraved sexually and we'll try anything sure anything i have no boundaries I really mean, yeah i don't give a shit can
1: i get really weird yeah sometimes we don't get weird enough on the show right. let get really weird would you be and it's interested? not just me and pete in this room so it's not as weird it's, it's not, weird. not as weird but it's a little weird right. can i get hand to balls right now <laughs> <laughs> it's a little weird is that, are you at all interested in exploring sexually the idea of you being submissive I if okay. I, or have you?
0: And this is a judgment-free treehouse right now. I've 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 done that. There I've what been does that with mean? girls that like to fucking rough me up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like, like Don Draper. Yeah. Getting And slapped. you know what? I I don't like pain. Really. I ever. I don't like pain. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan. I would love to never have to fall down again. It's yeah, probably going to happen, yeah. That bums me out as we get older. Yeah. But more collapses. I what I like. What I like is when both when the girl is into it and when I'm into it and right. I want her to be as like free as I want to be so and I you're want saying, everyone to be free and do what you want and I'll do what I want hopefully and we'll just make each other happy. Are you
1: saying what is okay it's like as long as you're happy sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, I'm like I'll, I'll try If your she thing, wants to slap you in the face, yeah. you like if that does it for yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I'd be okay yeah. with that. Yeah. And sh- and that has happened. I've been really beat up. I've gotten really? I've, I've bled in the lip from a girl punching yeah and biting i got bit in the lip so hard that i, uh, I and i think... went and i had to stop and i went ah that fucking hurt and yeah I, and then she's like sorry and i was like no it's fine yeah i'm just saying it hurt like i it didn't it wasn't a was a your safe word how it hurt <laughs> that's your safe My, our keep going word was ow that hurt <laughs> it was very confusing that's how you're on
1: the right path yeah i think that's interesting man and good for you for being uh explorative yeah why not I know why not. People get embarrassed. You want to talk about, like, if I had a girlfriend and she was like, I want to slap you, mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, but I'm going to laugh. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's laugh. hard to
0: shut off that part I, of your yeah. brain, but at the same time, well, this is really, you've talked about this on the show. It, you, it's so great. I've never had a guest say that. I know. I've said, I've talked about this on the show. Oh, it I does, listen to this show. It does me so well I fucking that you said listen it. To I this.
1: really appreciate that.
0: That's why I'm trying to <laughs> avoid things that I've heard on the show before. Sure. Well, let's not talk about what an alt club is versus a club.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so
0: many times. Have I ever told you that I consider the alt rooms cardio and the clubs to be weight training?
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, so what were you saying? S- slapped in the face. Turn off the laugh.
0: Yeah, that I. I um. You know, when you end up sleeping with a girl, you've been funny that whole night. That's the only reason she wants to sleep with you in the first place is that you were funny, and it's so you- nice. It it does. Like, funny is still, we're funny people. It still kind of feels like work when you're making people laugh, Sure. There's a
1: little bit of a plate spin to it. Yes. Everybody will know when it ends. A
0: truly funny person is funny by himself, I think. You mean? When no one's watching. Yep. But that person's also a little crazy, probably.
1: I'm a big proponent of that. Uh, Me and Chelsea hanging out today, we're doing Todd Berry going, uh, take a left.
0: Yeah, We, we just yes, kept doing that And
1: yeah. then So I dropped her off To go into the place For the brunch mm-hmm. And then I was driving around Alone going "Uh, It's a left. Laugh. Uh. <laughs> pretty sure it's, Pretty sure it's that
0: left I told you It's great you it was.
1: And I was making myself laugh You're funny Also crazy But a yes bit. Also a little bit crazy a little bit. But
0: funny Genuinely funny I think Crazy funny There's Someone that's not just funny For people Right But is you know Just like It's kind of bubbling In there somewhere Yeah yeah I yeah, would call that the quirks spring and stuff it 's almost just watching you they 'd be like that 's weird that guy's doing that
1: right, little things you do for yourself, yeah may I yes, sometimes when i 'm uh washing dishes or something, mm-hmm. I think it's very funny that i uh Turn off my iPod or answer my phone with my nose. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you could to- you could totally dry your hands. But yeah. I see myself in the opening credits of a Judd Apatow film going, this says something about mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I'm alone. My hands are soapy. And I want to skip this song. And I hit next track with my nose. Right.
0: We get it. Exactly. He's a silly hammy that's, guy. Yes. That's funny. That would have been a, uh, on a show as a little observational thing, and people would love it. It reminds me of forty year old Virgin, yes. where he pees with the boner, right? You exactly. know what I mean? it's, like, how, it's a, life, a lifeism. How he reacts to pissing all
1: over yeah. himself is funny because he, he's kind of light about it, and mm-hmm. we get the character mm-hmm. a little bit,
0: and it's relatable. I last night, I my thing that I did, I was going to make a salad with. I was going. I was trying to get healthy. Sure. And I was like, I'm gonna make a salad. I took got lettuce out and uh, decided. And and was like, okay, I'm going to put, I have cheese, I have shredded cheddar, I'm yep. going to put that on there, and I have bacon bits I'm going to put on there. And, and then I realized the lettuce was not good anymore. So what I did was I literally made a parfait with bacon bits and cheese in a cup. Bacon bits and then cheese and then bacon bits on top and ate it just with a spoon. That And I was like, this is better than that. All, that's all I would have enjoyed about the salad yeah. anyway. You're and cutting now, out the middle lettuce. Out, and and <laughs> I'm going, well, I'm not going to do this every night. So this is fine. Yeah. And I do it every And night.
1: that would be the opening credits of the Harris Whittles yes, movie. That is me in a nutshell. With like, like, you make them a dreams yeah. come true playing yeah. and intercut with the girl you're going to meet. Absolutely. And the, it's me uh, having
0: a good intention at the beginning of something and then going, ah, what's just it is. What's the most fun thing to do?
1: And everyone would relate to that. Yeah. That idea of like, uh, it's it's almost like making a chocolate sundae with a kid and, mm-hmm. and, you, and you end up eating the whole thing of whipped cream. Right. Playful, fun. Yeah.
0: It started innocent yeah. and then it ended with bacon. But milk. ultimately, like, also Self-destructive Because I was on pills And uh, so You know <laughs> Which pills I think last night Was uh, What <laughs> I, I probably take A different Substance every day Really At some point but In the In the hours Before I go to bed If it's pot Or wine Or Xanax Or Vicodin What or Vicodin
1: what, I, I don't know Vicodin Vicodin I feel like uh, in There Will Be Blood, where they go, is there sulfur around? He's like, There's some sulfur? I don't know. Kingsfoot or whatever it is. I don't know. What he- I'm so sorry for Did that. you like
0: that movie? I JK. really.
1: Ah, totally JK with Joe Mandy. I, I totally forced that I- reference. I
0: uh, just watched Magnolia again since the first time that I saw it and didn't like it because I was too young. Yes. I watched it two weeks ago, Yeah, and it was it's like the best movie. That's
1: also a movie that I reference on the show from time to time because Paul Thomas Anderson sat down and said, I'm going to write a good movie. Mm-hmm. People think that's so silly. Right. But I, And I know I've said this on the show before, but people, <clears throat> the idea of declaring an intention, I don't think it's supernatural. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, I bet on Parks at the beginning of the show. Were you there from season one? Season two. Okay. I bet... When it got good. Just Re- kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what everyone says. Of that's course, of course, of course. It when... was a good show in on season one. I bet they when they started that show, they were like, let's do a good show. I bet the showrunners were like, let's not fuck around. And and that helps. Every show that I did, I was surprised that the showrunner wasn't like, guys – like, I was just thinking about that today, the idea that when I get my show, let's mm-hmm. speak positively and say mm-hmm. when I get my own show, mm-hmm. I want to take a picture with the writing staff holding Emmys and just hang it up and be like, that's going <laughs> to happen. That's what we're going for. Yeah, that's what we're going for. Right. Almost like a sports team that have to tap right. some sort of superstition. I want you to right. tap the photo of us holding Emmys when we right. go into the writer's right. room because that's what we're fucking here for. Mm-hmm. So you just watched Magnolia and you loved it. Yes. Yeah. Because it's great. Yes. When the frogs rain – you know what's so great about that movie is you go – for me personally, it makes me cry. And I go, I'm crying at frogs raining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you were to reverse engineer that movie and say, we're
0: going to make people cry at frogs raining, you, I, I don't think you could do well, it. Well, you know what is interesting I read – I don't know if you know this, but that was supposed to be Cats and Dogs. No. And it was too expensive or something and it was – they, they were are just like all right frogs. So there really aren't biblical implications or anything. It was going to be cats and dogs. Yeah, interesting. I, I
1: think that's what I yeah. read. Well, and then, then they must have gone back because there's a lot of allusions to it. There yes. There's allusions
0: to the biblicalness of it. Right, but I I don't the know. Kids
1: rap and whatnot. That's
0: a, that could be a movie fact that's not real. Who but, knows? I don't know.
1: Paul fucking Tom Cruise in that movie. Yeah. You know I love Tom Cruise. Yeah, in that he's movie. amazing. You know I mean. He's amazing in that movie.
0: But man, that the frogs like does it? Can we talk about what it means to you? Yeah, please. Because I think it's about how sometimes, some sometimes shit just happens. Sometimes it's just coincidence, just happens. I mean, the whole movie is about co- how right. everyone, how there's how there's fate and and everyone's lives are intertwined. And then no, sometimes weird. Then there's sometimes shit.
1: Like you're, I, I, it's interesting. I think you could take it two ways. Mm-hmm. One. Uh, it's, it's serendipity is meant to happen. Frogs raining is a, is like a cliche sign of purpose, mm-hmm. I suppose, like a plague, like a sign from God. Right. Or you could say, that's how life is, which the movie kind of trips over itself saying, it's yeah. like this, these things happen all the time.
0: Yes. That's actually the one part I don't like about the movie is when the narrator comes back in. When? And at the says, end? uh, these are all. Coincidences, and I'm like, well, yeah, I knew that you didn't have to yeah. let, me, let me arrive at that myself, yeah. And we got it. I yeah. was happy because right before that moment, I was like, you were getting it, yeah. And then that makes it feel like I was a little bit cheap, something. yeah. Well,
1: yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I, I gotta watch it again. I find that movie very, very depressing, though.
0: Oh, it's profoundly depressing But the most depressing movies are the most beautiful Enter the Void, have you seen that? I haven't, I've heard it's good Most depressing, most beautiful, I love that movie It's on Netflix Instant, I'm yeah. going to write down to yeah. see
1: it But that's also a drug movie, let's talk about the other You do not oh, like in? right, right.
0: So what are you, Eminem?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know Vicodin. I don't know Kings.
0: Blue and yellow, purple pills. Is that from? That's his song, right? With really? D,
1: with D twelve, yeah. Oh, I haven't heard that one. There were, I took died. I took a break for a couple albums, but he talks a lot about yeah. Vicodin. Bing, Bing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it what is does that? Do? It's
0: essentially like uh, it's an opiate, so it's what heroin is. That's but good. It's, it's it's made by <laughs> it's made by the government. So FDA it's okay. approved. Yeah. So you're supposed to take it in small. But I, it's really—it's uh, it a feel body. Like. High. It's like a whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, that's nope. like a whip. It
1: that, whip that it. sounded but like that, what a whip. That it that
0: passes though. Yeah, I wish Whippets were longer, if we're being honest.
1: Well, Whippets is supposed to. Be, I don't want to be the, the. Got kids? Say no to drugs. But it's just like the idea that uh, I've done Whippets right after I got divorced. Yeah. M- when I went in my bender. Right. Which was like what most of my friends are doing all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like, did you guys as wives leave you? Why are we out past 11? <laughs> and I remember I was in the back of UCB New York uh, with TJ. He's not shy about his use of nitrous. Right. And he gave me some. And I inhaled this ridiculous drug, and it's so sad when, what I'm about to tell Did you. Did you know how
0: to do it right? Did you do it with the – you breathe in and out, a balloon? No. Or was it a little canister? It was a little canister right? okay. on whipped cream okay. thing. yeah.
1: I didn't do it right, or right. I didn't do it extremely, I guess. Right. And then I, I just inhaled it, and as I exhaled, I said to TJ, my friend who knew I was sad, I went – that's what I've been looking for. Like, the ah. feeling. Because it made me feel happiness. <laughs> yeah. It made me feel happy. And I was right. like, oh! It was like uh, in uh, the fucking third terrible Matrix movie where uh, Trinity goes above the clouds. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just for a second I saw happiness and then uh, I, cr- yeah. I crashed yeah. back yeah. down into death. And then into until death. you do
0: your next one and that's chasing the dragon. But
1: then, then, you know, I'd li- I'm happy to report that I'm not that kind of person. I would be like, that's happiness and that was fake and I'm yeah. going to run away from You've that. You've gone
0: long enough to where you're not going to become... Uh, drug addict Right I think It just doesn't feel In my
1: composition Right I, I'm, I'm too, I get off That's actually one of my things that I wanted to talk to you about Was drive And what like Really gets you off mm-hmm. I'm interested In uh, money I'm interested I'm not me I'm just yeah. saying As topics of drive Right Money right. Uh, Respect Yes
0: Fulfillment And then And then there's just like These things that make us happy Well I think Ultimately my drive Beyond anything Is to Is to fucking be able To do nothing
1: is that right? Yeah. You're like Peter, I, Peter Man in Office Space? Yeah.
0: Yes, you want to do yeah, nothing. Absolutely. Do you like that movie? I love Office Space. Because he's you. That guy is my hero. You want to do nothing. Yeah. Are you able to do nothing? No. That's that's the conflict. Uh, that's what's conflict, interesting. Is that I am a fucking workaholic if I'm not writing right? something. If I'm out, I go, I got to get home. I should really write that.
1: It's so funny. I was just today in therapy talking about how I don't really celebrate uh, good things when they happen to me when they happen yeah. I go okay what's next yeah you know what I mean so like if I had like that's why I like John Stewart let's say John Stewart David Letterman anybody that has like a regular high paying high profile well-respected job those guys could quit they don't want Can't to do it what's crazy and what reflects on all of our lives is that truth is that like There's always something else you're gonna have to do. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just navel gazing and waiting for the sand to run out in the time. Yeah, totally. And that's insane. Well, so what we're really looking for is something to really fill our time and really make us feel like life is happening.
0: Yes, and there's also a study that says that like how our brain chemistry and how we feel right now versus a a homeless person is the same. That they have adapted to that setting, like we have adapted to this, and this is it's just frame of reference. So, so your your highs and lows are kind of similar. Yeah, and so, you know, if when I got hired at Parks, I was fucking awesome. That was a dream come true, and then my brain immediately evened itself out, and that was just my new right plateau, my new reality. I was just talking to Neil Brennan about this yeah. about because he's loaded.
1: Yes. I don't think he'd mind us saying. Right, He's a rich man. He's I our, think, he's our I richest I think that
0: friend. rich people love when other people call them rich because they can't do you it You know themselves. what's funny is
1: I, I, I've said that to him.
0: Yeah, I call him and I try and crack him up talking about right. how much money right. he
1: has mm-hmm. and how he has a place here and a place there. I'm, I don't even know if he does. I'm just speculating <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what it must be right. like. And he wouldn't say a word of that, but I bet he enjoys it. Uh, I,
0: you're rich. I'll say that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you dick. You, you bought, I remember you bought us... All lunch in Montreal I do in the Montreal like Airport AM, at Houston, I, not Houston. Oh, that's right. But at
1: Houston, I do like that. It was garbage. No, I like giving. But I it, like giving. Yes, it,
0: and then uh, you go, I got it, and I went, oh shit, all right, piece one of those. No, he's doing all right. What was that? What was that? <laughs> twenty bucks a plate. There were like five of us, and yeah, so, it was twenty bucks. bucks. People that we know don't just throw around hundred dollars.
1: Right. Well you just outed me because I just I just made it sound like hundred bucks wasn't a lot of money. And to a, a lot of people, hundred bucks is a lot of money. Right. And you're absolutely right. But this is what I was talking to Neil about. <laughs> we mark the time and, on this. No, no, leave it in. Leave it in. I want them to hear. But uh, what I was talking to Neil about and talking about how rich he is, and you're right, by the way. I, I, people, I love people talking about how you're doing okay <laughs> yeah. off, off mic. Right, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, you talked to uh, Neil, and I was like, he was telling me about a study that I think the number is something like maybe $100,000 or something. Mm. And once you reach that, there's no difference between you and like a multimillionaire. Because like that's the that's no
0: difference how like in in
1: your brain oh and okay. like your brain goes I now have enough money right meaning and it might not be a hundred it might be like 200. you can eat when you want
0: to you're like go I have see money movies when you want to see. right yeah.
1: and then a multi millionaire you'd think they'd be able to get into that ecstasy and go mm-hmm. like oh my god I have a billion dollars but really they feel pretty similar to a guy oh yeah that's throwing uh,
0: holding down a uh, well, low six figures that's why it's super funny that when that crazy you're welcome for lunch Jackpot. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, also that my review was that it was shitty it was, it was really terrible mean of me but it, was, it was, was a bad meal. it was terrible it tasted like camp burgers yeah they were very campy yeah oh that's right but that uh um, that was a fun lunch though. it was super fun we Who watched a video there? that i we definitely can't say on mic that our friend joe mandy made
1: i can't i remember that yeah it was glorious. i wish he would put that video online he can't he never can but uh <laughs> <laughs> now now the listeners are gonna think there's some video of Joe solid. killing puppies or something can. he never can it was just uh well, we can't even talk about it it's fine I'm okay. so sorry no it's fine Tweet at Joe to say yeah, what ask, was that yeah. what's that video that Pete says you yeah. can't release do that
0: he'll send it to you
1: <laughs>
0: he's a rap gang he is he's an uh, internet rascal uh um, so that meal who else was oh it was you me Mike Cassidy Mike Mitchell matt bronger it was just like yeah what's funny at the end of the montreal well montreal in general is just weird people coming together yeah weird comedians hanging yeah. out eating Houston. groups that you wouldn't hang out in that's what's so great and about that it. van ride to the airport was super funny and there we was have a lot some of, good vans yeah
1: comedians resent being like i bet that van rides real funny but like sometimes <laughs> it's like sometimes yeah. it is the van from yeah. the airport to the hotel with a bunch of comedians right. can go to one of two ways Real bad or super hilarious, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's super hilarious.
0: You know why it's good is because people are always um, look like figuring out what the next place they want to go is, or, yeah. or or attention splayed. And when you're fucking stuck in a van, uh, you're all stuck in a van, right? And you're gonna make it fun. And you're gonna communicate with each and other, and you know your audience. Your yeah. audience is other comedians. Yeah, was that the van that had Mark Marcus from Fox in it? No, no, that was another good van. I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember all the good van rides. I had a good van to the hotel with TJ and his then girlfriend. I, I don't think... know if there's, I don't know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I don't know who he was with at the time. <laughs> oh, Not that right. he
1: gets around.
0: Well, well that's what that we disparaged is.
1: TJ twice. We we're do right. nitros with him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, he's a man whore. But he we, isn't, we were he having
0: isn't. a fun time. And it was us, and then um it which show, which Simpson, Simpsons, Simpsons showrunner was it? it was, who it was those Jean? two guys that were there? No, it's it was one, it was oh Mike Reese, Mike Reese, yeah, and it was him, and that's like a really funny yeah. group of people to have. Yeah, in oh,
1: I love a good van. Yeah, I love a good van. Um, uh, I don't know where to bring us back to, but I do want to talk about home owning because that, well, speaking of being successful okay. and stuff, interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I've, I have this fear of you know uh, buying lunch. I, I'm not. I'm not Neil Brennan, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm also not uh, poor, I suppose you mm-hmm. would say. But I don't want to buy a house. I like if that's the scale. Is poor or Neil Brennan? <laughs> on a scale between poor and Neil, uh, where would you say you are? Uh, but, like, the thing that I'm afraid of, and I think it's kind of immature of me perhaps, is that I'm afraid of uh, being on the grid. Uh-huh. You buy a house. Yes. Now you're paying taxes and a mortgage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then like it's it, – you own it. It's your responsibility. You have to like upkeep it and stuff. Whereas like if a meteor hit my street and my apartment was destroyed, I'd be like, mm, that sucks. I guess I won't be mailing them rent. Right. Well, it doesn't they, exist right.
0: anymore. As I'm saying this, I don't like my opinion. Well, I, I I understand that. Not the meteor thing. You get insurance and stuff for that sort right, of thing. Right, right. But um, – Yeah, that's kind of dumb. It is a fucking hassle. But and when, if you want to make – if you want to get really weird – yep. I've recently hired an assistant to help me. With, Great. So I don't deal with any of that shit. Yeah. And and it goes back to me wanting to be able to do nothing. It's so fucking funny that you say that. In
1: <laughs> therapy today, I consider this a bit of a rain frog moment because mm-hmm. I don't talk about that all the time. I was talking to my therapist that the goal is to uh, have people – I think anyone listening can relate to this. Have people take care of those things that you don't want to think about. Yeah. Business managers. I don't even know what that is. Right. My therapist was like, "Well, eventually you might need a business manager." And I was like, "What well, mm-hmm. is that?" He's like, "Well, they pay all your bills, and you don't even handle your money." This is how people get extorted. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> You <laughs> got to trust your business you manager. You got to trust him. But he can write checks on your behalf and all this stuff. Yes,
0: but also you can, you know, I, I check. I have a business manager. I t- check in on my account. You got
1: to check. You in. Just check in on but it. But then, like so now, you have somebody that potentially, you know, and I've thought about hiring an assistant too because yeah. it sounds kind of fun. And you want them to pick up some tomatoes from Whole Foods or whatever. Literally,
0: like if if I just go, like I have bad cell service at my place, and I went, I know cell phone boosters exist. I don't even know a website to start on. Yeah. Can you get that for me? Yeah. Cut to two days later. It's there. Did it work? You know? Yeah. Cell phone booster worked. Cell phone boosters work great. What? Yeah.
1: Okay. Right next to enter do the you have void. AT&T? All right. Yeah.
0: Okay. They'll provide you, I think, with a free one, even because it's part of their. They have to do that.
1: Because it's so bad. Yeah,
0: that's really interesting. Yeah, so it's just little.
1: This is this is one of those interesting areas that I, I'm I'm worried about alienating people listening, but at the same time, I'm interested in this part of life.
0: Right, it sucks. I understand how douchey it is. Well, that's why I was like, "Fuck you, man! You're right. 27 and right. you're doing these things." So, but here's in- the deal: is that I'm I didn't get it for the vanity. I really I had to finish a book and two features and a pilot and act in a pilot. That's right. five things that I was doing at once. Right. And it was this... going crazy. Yeah.
1: The stinker is, the kicker is, yeah. five awesome things.
0: Great things. That's why. Time-consuming see, things. See, this is what not I want complaining. this podcast. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is
1: what I want this podcast to be. How we really talk, yes. comedians, yes. we never apologize for complaining about Like, I want right, it to be right. a little bit inside baseball. Yeah. If you and I were just eating omelets, mm-hmm. there would be no part of me going like,
0: well, we better explain that we're not <laughs> bad people. <laughs>
1: right, right. You know what I mean? But it's like, just life. That's it, life. It just yeah. is life. You yeah. are
0: doing five well, awesome things. Well, this is why people are shitting on the show Girls right now, which is, is a good show. I didn't see it. But everyone's saying, well, I don't want to see – there was a backlash on the internet because it got so many good reviews. And everyone's I don't want to see privileged fucking 20-year-olds. That's right. not relatable. Right. It's like, well, neither is um, fucking – there will be blood. We're not oil men. <laughs> but that's interesting to see any group of people yeah. under a microscope. Right. Although uh, Entourage – this goes back to lifestyle porn. Yeah.
1: I would like to I like watching shows Where people have assistants And stuff Right I love watching uh, Whatever I, don't, I haven't watched
0: It's aspirational
1: It is aspirational yeah. I'm yeah. like Oh that must be nice Because fucking Vinny Goes around ripping bong Hits right. and fucking prods And all Turtle day. goes and buys shoes And Turtle buys shoes And they live in a big house In a heat wave no less Yeah In the valley Yeah the he Movie shuts down shoes. Sam Levine's there Yeah okay <laughs> Alright very specific and I like watching that and going, oh, they have someone to clean their pool and stuff. I don't. I don't think that makes us bad people. I think we can have two things happening simultaneously, which happens a lot on the show. You can be a good, decent person that understands that a lot of people don't have it that nice, and also be a douchey guy that just wants to have an assistant.
0: Yeah, or not even be douchey, right. but just I, be like, I, I need an I assistant. Try not to flaunt it, but right, just all I want to do is just enjoy life and and focus on your and, on your art and be able to make comedy. That's right. it.
1: And the more that we can focus on just kind of kicking around and stuff, the more we can create this stuff, this juice that we need to yeah. fuel the machine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I, although in LA, it, it fucking takes a chunk out of your day to drive an hour to the fucking yeah. Mac store. I know. An hour back. Yeah. And I, I got to be writing a. a plane. Yeah. I have
1: to be. And know. and that's a very unpleasant ride for you. You're sweating and you're thinking about the work that yes. you could be doing. Yeah. However, quote Sinbad. Sure. I think this has happened on the show maybe once.
0: The Sinbad quote because we've had
1: like eight hundred hours. It's the eight hundredth hour, so I'm going to start. I'm going to remain repeating myself. Sinbad said, "Comedians are funnier when they're taking the bus." And I believe that might there might be some truth to that, mm-hmm. and I think about that from time to time i I don't have assistance, well, but I do have my own car sure, and uh, if I didn't have my own car, like when I was in uh, Bridgetown, okay. Jesse Case and I were hanging out, and I flew to Portland mm-hmm. because I have American money,, uh-huh. and sure. I'm going to take an airplane right uh Jesse is on the up, mm-hmm. and he fucking drove mm-hmm. from l a with two knuckleheads one of whom took a bag of mushrooms the moment he got in the car. <laughs> so Jesse, who was going to swap shifts with this guy, now yeah. he's tripping balls. Jesse has to drive the whole ride. Right. He gets there. He's been up for 19 hours, and then he does a set. And I'm like, yeah, it was. I enjoyed sipping a cocktail in the sky. But he's got a fucking great story. But he does have a great story, yeah. and that's that's the stuff of memoir. That's the but, stuff of real, real yes. comedy. That shit doesn't go away, though. It's just different setting. Larry David, that's... Uh, you're right. Yeah. What are you, fucking good? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's right. What it's almost like what we were saying about a homeless person and a rich person having similar brain yeah. chemistries. Yeah. Larry David has found a way to be paranoid, upset, uh, and uh, afraid, and even at his level.
0: You there's that video that went viral of him in the shopping in a in parking garage last week. Uh huh. And I didn't see it. He was supposed to get a free five dollar free hour of parking. And yeah. The ticket wouldn't come out. And he was yelling at the machine, and he was saying, "I'm not paying you!" Like he's yelling at this thing. Uh-huh. Larry David could pay five dollars. Sure, someone's taping this with their cell phone, and it's hilarious. Yes, and it, everyone can relate to that. You're not thinking in your head like, "Just pay the you're fucking." Larry I think David. It, I it's I I, man, I know I got person. a house. I think it's fucking awesome and crazy. I'm 27. Yeah, that that was it's it's weird. Yeah, um, but going back to our earlier point, that was one of those moments w- it, 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 where I. My first night in that house, I stood there and I was like, I'm going to be sure to fucking remember this moment right. as a moment and not get jaded about this, you know? Yeah. And I was like, cool, I did this. Yeah. This is great. I, I worked hard and I fucking did this. You now, It felt good.
1: Tell me about your house. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> it's in Los Feliz. Los Feliz. And uh, you you had roommates
0: I had before I lived, you got a house? Yeah, the same two dudes for... For uh, ten years, met in college, you know, best D-bop friends of mine. And Rocksteady. Exactly, you know them. They were in that <laughs> movie. They were in the Ninja Turtles movie, <laughs> yeah. and they were slobs. Yeah, and they killed yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. They kept busting but, through yeah. walls and going so- <laughs> oh, totally red. <laughs> like fucking, which loses its charm after
1: Rocksteady. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fucking go to bed. <laughs> totally cool, yeah. bebop. Fuck! You Leave guys. those turtles alone. <laughs> what Go do you even bed? want them for? Yeah, what do you care? Ugh, wearing armor. You're army all fatigues. mutants. <laughs> Relate to them. <laughs> yeah, there's like eight <laughs> mutants in the yeah, world. Yeah, fucking band together, and you're fighting each you're other, fighting for this weird yeah. knife man. And he's not even a mutant. He's not. He's just a
1: mean Chinese. <laughs> he's man. a mean Chinese man <laughs> whose Chinese I feel like was downplayed. He always se- he is Chinese,
0: of- right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and so the Splinter and he were friends. Well,
0: Splinter. It- Oh, you're right. They showed a flashback, right? Think they were chums. Right. I'm going on the cartoon. I'm going on the movie. Nice. Very nice. Very nice. Borat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even do uh, it uh, uh, in the voice. Nice.
0: You just go, very nice. That's a thing in the... Borat. In the parks room, too. Another room bit. If anyone says my wife (laughs) in a story, someone goes, Borat someone just be like my wife uh, is on the yeah. phone Borat <laughs> that's great. but they don't say like my wife they we, say I've my been wife.
1: doing my wife yeah. and insisting that it's funny again it is it was, it it's always it's funny it's back
0: on, so you can find some level to enjoy that on high
1: five. Yeah. it's back <laughs> it's back like an old like a, you know how Letterman will do a joke so long that yeah. it's not funny and yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. back Yeah. we're in the third act of Letterman yeah. right now with Borat yes my wife I love it <laughs> so you have these two knucklehead roommates are they writers as well
0: no they one's a songwriter and one uh works at modern family as a post coordinator producer type oh cool but um so you bought so they there we we moved into this house in in north hollywood and it was a three bedroom and it was pretty shitty it was fine yeah. it was just a house yeah and then their girlfriends moved in with us for a little bit so it was all of us and i love their girlfriends it was great it was like yeah. having moms around you can relate i to, do yeah there's a lot of moms my stuff love of <laughs> <show>. women <laughs> yeah. i love big mother yeah just need uh, w-
1: just need women around all the time yeah i really do <laughs>
0: you and me and paul russ should get together and talk because he, he, he's paul russ is very open about mom stuff too
1: oh really are you into that well this is worth interrupting your house story yeah you right. what is your family done well about? my
0: my the, a very supportive jewish mother that i'm made fun of... This is name-droppy as fuck, but Sarah... Silverman would always say that I'll never be in a relationship long because a girl will never love me as much as my mother did. Yeah, that's what that's her analysis of it. Because I I break well, that's up. That's what with, she says about you. Yes, yes. Yikes! That is what I I because I've dated some great girls and Harris, and I can't stay with them. You're
1: making it weird.
0: Yeah, good. Because that that feels
1: to me like the disturbing blanket. It's comfortable to mm-hmm. me, and I'm also like this fucking blanket again. Right. Because like I don't know if I've ever heard it articulated that way but look as I was saying in my sociopathic test Mm -hmm. the model of love that we learn from our women men learn female love from their mothers right and then all of a sudden like you have uh, a a woman a new woman mm-hmm. that in this weird psychological way is supposed to replace your mother absolutely
0: well why, why do you think men like tits you think just because of the shape of yeah. them no you're, you got milk from that yeah. you fucking weirdo All, <laughs> every,
1: every jock <laughs> on the planet that just wants I have a bit about breast milk really I, I'm, I'm doing it now and I'm like we should be so much more fucked up than we are <laughs> the <laughs> first work. thing we did was drank by going to second base <laughs> with our moms yeah, and we loved, yeah. we loved it we loved it we would cry we would cry when it was taken away mm-hmm. from us. And now the fact that you're not on heroin is a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. I am on heroin. Yeah, uh, well, you're on FDA I mean, approved yeah. heroin. But I mean, like, you should be on more yeah, heroin? Yeah. I'll adapt the bit I for you. should be on actual heroin. Yeah. That is, that's really, really true and really, really weird. But I, I have to think that you and I can both evolve and just get over that. Right. You're younger than I am. <clears> and I, you know, I've been around the barn a couple more times than you. And, and you know, are you in therapy?
0: Uh, I, I go in and out of it. Uh, after a bad breakup, I'll go into it hard yeah. and then kind of be like, all right, I'm fine again.
1: But So you're breaking up with these girls who don't really know what they did? Is that what's happening?
0: They, well, yeah. The, they, nothing, no, or maybe they really didn't really do, do anything. Up. Yeah, I just like at a certain point. But do you get tired?
1: Yeah. If you did, I get
0: tired relationship. If
1: you did date someone that loved you like your mother. Oh, I love when we get weird. Yeah, this is super weird. If you dated someone that loved you in the way that your mother does, and the, my mother. Also loves me in that mm-hmm. way. Everything I do is okay, mm-hmm. even if I right. affront her core values. She'll yes. still be like, "Well, Pete's affronting my core values," and I kind of <laughs> see his point. Right. There's nothing that she wouldn't hear me. It's it's just <clears throat> right. the model of kind of like almost inappropriate unconditional mm-hmm. love. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there should be some boundaries here. Yeah, uh, but if you dated somebody that loved you like that, right. a
0: girl that dated you like that, wouldn't you kind of? Wouldn't that be? Get old? Yes, I, I. Yeah, I think the what I need to do don't is learn you to yourself? not need the love of someone that much or something, right? To so just be okay on be you know? a self-validating yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, just be
1: self-validating. Renew your own right. bathwater, which is yes, instead of getting very a good, hard to do. Yeah, pull the plug for you yeah. and refill you and all that yeah. sort of stuff.
0: Think, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, I think knowing that as yeah. a
1: thing is, is is one of the a very important steps to getting well, there.
0: Well, that's why I thought therapy was bullshit forever, is because. Okay, so now I know this. Now what? You can't change my right brain, but you can. But yeah, you kind of can't. That was one of the big things in
1: therapy for me was talking to my mom about that. That was the mm-hmm. most practical, unbelievably therapeutic things. It changed my life. Yeah. Which was talking to my mom and being like, "Mom, uh, you're kind of your love for me is kind of fucking up my my relationships." <laughs> I know that's a weird thing to say because she didn't do anything wrong, right? But I had to be like. You got to get out of this room. I always like to think of my brain and my my life as a house. And I'm like, that room is locked for moms. And I got to get a a woman in there. She belongs in there. Mom doesn't (laughs) belong in there. Beat it, mom. I love you so much. Thank you for everything. Please fucking hit it. Beat it. Go downstairs with dad. you
0: talk to her about this?
1: Yep she's probably heard that exact analogy and she was
0: receptive and she was yeah. receptive you know she wasn't even that defensive right. she was perfect well, she I, loves me perfectly moms want you to go find a woman and have yeah. a grandchild for them yes
1: but there was there's always creepy competition jamie lee uh you know who dated we dated we're still really good friends we're not romantically correct for right. each other right but like i think she's the best
0: you guys are still doing that show together
1: What show? Uh, Kid Farm. Kid Farm. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll continue to do things together which just because she's the best.
0: You've maintained a healthy relationship with how many of your exes would you say? It's her. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, because you haven't had many
1: relationships. No. And I will let you interview me, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) That's something we've learned about the show. I will let you do this. (laughs) I've had, what is it, three real
0: girlfriends, I suppose. Okay. And, uh, and then one turned into a wife
1: one, Yeah <laughs> Yep And so that's not good That happened anymore. Well, if we're counting her I'm thinking there was, Yeah, pretty much three girlfriends But they were all for like a year Right And uh, and Jamie's the only one that we were like You know, she says that all the time She's like, we stayed together for the kid farm
0: That's great That's yeah. really funny yeah. yeah Well, she's hilarious She's funny She's
1: super funny uh,
0: Do you want to marry a Jewish girl? My I don't give a shit about religion at all but my parents would love for me to marry a Jewish girl. Yeah. And it probably would make the raising of a kid easier. Of Like, all right, yeah, well, we'll, he'll be bar mitzvah or something.
1: Right. They'll have that That cultural identity. Yeah, cool. It's also kind of like, I don't know, there's something comforting about – actually, Jamie, when we were in Portland – I don't know if this is okay to say. She got a stomach ache. We went to brunch and she got a stomach ache and I was just like, you're such a Jew. Because I love <laughs> her. I love her and I love Jewish yeah, people. But, I'm in a but, room with but two they, Jewish people. they
0: peoples. do – they bellies be aching. Bellies we be do. aching, yeah. Yeah. IBS, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: It's a delightful thing. But th- that joke, that intimacy there, I think there's something kind of fun about like – uh, you making fun of it. Like, if I married an Irish girl or something, right. we could make fun of the different right. things you have for Irish. Right. Like, we love a good melancholy. <laughs> right. You fucking Irish person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Interesting. Uh, Katie,
1: were you okay with my Jewish joke to Jamie? It's okay, right?
0: Yeah, I'm fine with it. We're, we're yeah, we're comedians. Jews, we say I, don't, so. I don't care. I don't care. Oh my God. Uh, I don't approve of that statement. You sir. know why I don't even care about religion at why? all? Is because. Well, wow, we've merged I'd, seamlessly. I don't think that God is real. Uh-huh. And so all that means is that they're stories and they're bad stories. Well, they're some... they're boring stories to me. <laughs> so I don't even want to talk about it. I don't care about it. That's interesting. <laughs> but what about
1: like we're talking and like for me, for a guy that likes to look for meaning in most things, how many times during this conversation have I been like, that's so weird, I was just talking about that today. <laughs> yeah. I've and that them. to yeah. me is enough sustenance to keep my spiritual curiosity alive. Okay. That's all I need. Right. I'm like a, a spiritual cactus. Right. Just give me a little bit of, what the fuck, that was kind of cool, uh-huh. and I'll keep looking for it for a month or mm-hmm. six months or whatever. And I'm with you that, like, they could just be stories, but there's there's got to be some reason we keep telling the same stories over and over and over, different cultures telling the same stories over and over and over. And, you know, there's some of that that, like, goes back to... uh I, I, this all is a uh, what is it? The power of myth. Have you ever seen the power of myth? No. They talk about all the different religious stories and how in different like planting cultures they all have like similar stories about growing and dying and rebirth. You know, like kind of like Jesus and how like the uh, the advent of, of farming and agriculture changed the way we told stories, yeah. which is really, really interesting to me. Sure. But then like there is something about grace and forgiveness and then like looking for meaning and the power of our mind. Does that stuff interest you at all? Yeah,
0: but I go – I watch Six Feet Under for that. What do you of- mean? I haven't seen that <clears throat> show, so tell me. Well, that's also just an example of – I, I watch movies and TV and and read books to modern get, to get my morals. Yeah, uh, my moral stories because that's all the Bible is is just like it's moral stories, right? I suppose you for could, the most part. I mean, that's what that it's moral the Torah. Stories. That's what it seems like to me is like oh, the burning bush. Like it's a lesson. Whatever. Yeah, lessons. And I get my lessons from. I'd much rather watch. Uh, sopranos than well, it's interesting. Go to temple,
1: so you're getting some faith from Sopranos.
0: I'm learning I, I, about life. And I'm learning about people in the same way that churchgoers are, and I get my religion from, yeah. like, if I go to a fish show. That honestly, I get my fill of of community of like worship. and worship of this band. Fish, yeah. Well... Everyone you, has something. We're
1: both mushroom lovers. Yeah. When you're uh, deep into a mushroom trip, you yeah. probably feel pretty close to something that you might understand to be I called feel God. V-
0: no, I feel very connected to people, to humanity. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And and nature.
0: And all of us. Yes. Like a united, like I am all of us. Like never before. I, I In my head right now, I realize that we're all molecules and connected, but then you really feel it when right. you're on mushrooms. Yeah. Acid. Do you feel oh you've done acid too? Lot, yeah, I
1: love acid. You love acid. Yeah.
0: I never meet people that love acid. It's so much better than mushrooms. Shut up. It
1: is. I won't do it. It's so good. I can't be doing acid.
0: Mushrooms is your body going, Oh, this is poison. Let's try let's react. I'll try to make this pleasant for you, but it's yeah, poison. Yeah. And acid is like just made for good times.
1: But how come <laughs> all I hear is that like whenever I hear like okay, so I took some mushrooms and i had a bad trip and it's funny this the girl that was there actually just facebook see that's all i need mm-hmm. she facebook messaged me today right and she, uh, she called herself B-Story because, <laughs> that's a writing term, yeah. while we were all having this bad trip, everyone was worried about these dogs. Yeah. And I kept calling the dogs the B-Story. <laughs> and I was like, why do you keep giving a shit about the fucking B-Story? I'm stuck in a psychological prison uh, and so the B-Story, funny. oh, the fucking dog stepped on something, I'm At losing what, my mind.
0: Was this after you had been in the writer's room on, on Outsourced? Yes. Okay, so it's just ingrained
1: in your It's name, in so me now. Of, yeah. In fact, I... I jump cuts and all that sort of stuff is all all in me. That's yeah. But when I was on uh, this bad trip, the the thing that told me I was about to have a bad trip was I looked at my hand, I was playing guitar and I had 10 fingers. It's actually pretty basic. Your your eye is going through something and it's doubling a yes. lot of what you're seeing. Yeah. It's not that scary, right. but for some reason being on the drug and seeing that, I was like, ah, I have 10 fingers yeah. on one hand. Yeah. And then everyone's reaction to that was, "Oh, that sounds like acid." And they were like – and then they tried to push on the, the lure that some mushrooms have no. acid
0: on them. Sounds like ecstasy of anything because you ecstasy, get tracers. That's when you get Uh-oh. tracers. But I, I, I don't – acid, you get the same visuals as mushrooms. It's just like patterns and – Really? I don't like, – Like hexagons? And, yeah. Like fucking pr- – it looks like you're looking through a kaleidoscope when you're peeking. Right. But I, I've never th- saw a tree talk to me. I've never had any of that shit on anything. I've never really, Yeah. It's just like – you know, your brain works at a million miles an hour. Yep. And you struggle to get a thought out there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it's fun. But you feel
1: warm and good. I, I, first of all, I'm still going to go on the record and say I don't want to do acid, but I would love to talk to you about it. Yeah. Does it give you that warm feeling? Does, is it a hippie kind of feeling? Is it that connecting love sort of feeling? It's um, It's the same...
0: You're a, like... you're a toddler, That's, which, is, which mushrooms gives you a lot right. of. Right. You're, you're a child. Yeah. You're, you're, everything is new to you, and you're exploring, and everything's funny to you. And, really? and new to you. And it's so great. I'm just thinking about my friend.
1: I don't think he'd mind saying his name, but I won't. He took acid, mm-hmm. and then he started having a, a, a panic thing, and he went in the bathroom. <laughs> And something about the way he was sitting on the toilet, kind of crouching on it, made him think of a wolf. Uh And then he was like, oh, I'm a werewolf. Mm -hmm. And he looked at his hands and he saw hair and stuff and probably his own hair, but then it Mm -hmm. was exaggerated. Right. And he was like, I'm a werewolf. And he was like, if I go out into the living room, my friends are going to realize I'm a werewolf and they're going to kill me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That sounds horrible. That doesn't sound like something that would happen on mushrooms.
0: You're, I think that, um, listen, yeah, that. That could happen on either, I would really? say. Well, that guy sound, maybe he's a little off center in life.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <I don't laughs> Although you're right, I think that probably could happen with mushrooms. It's All the same, of this it stuff. really
0: is the same feeling kind of. I think mushrooms are a little more flowy yeah. and acid's a little more jagged. If I can put it in two
1: Yeah, great. Yeah. Flowy is it the type jagged. of drug that when you're in it you're like there's no way to describe this?
0: Yeah. Well yeah, I to often... describe it, I mean mushrooms is that. It is that, really yeah. is very close. But okay. it lasts for eight hours. And for me, it's more um, mischievous or like you're Wait, having Wait, acid fun. lasts eight hours. Yeah. So it's longer. Yeah, it's twice as long.
1: Twice as long. Right. Interesting. I uh, remember yeah. being on mushrooms. Uh, see, I haven't done mushrooms in a year because right. since my bad trip, I was kind of like, I'm going to take a long, a nice long, yep. long break. Nice long break. It wasn't even that bad. But uh, I, I would be terrified to take a synthetic thing.
0: Well, have you? You haven't taken ecstasy? No, I
1: had some, and I gave it away. Oh, because I was terrified of it. It had like a little logo on it. Yeah, like a fucking Pac-Man ghost right, on it. Right. I was like, this is just not my scene. Give me something that came to this earth on a fucking meteor, that's, and it's a blessing it's, that's, from the universe. That's fine,
0: but you would love it. <laughs> uh, and i'm not encouraged i don't think welcome people- to a segment <laughs> we call peer pressure
1: no, i don't i don't
0: encourage anyone to do ecstasy because sure. that's the one drug that will ruin your brain is is that it's right the one drug yeah because it actually depletes have, your serotonin it will fuck you up i we both have friends yeah of course we
1: won't say them that i know have done a shit ton of ecstasy right. and i'm like oh you've done a shit ton right. of
0: ecstasy right oh well i listen i've done a lot of ecstasy yeah i, mean, I did it at a you young age i went like to a, raves
1: yeah No, Moshe didn't either.
0: Moshe raves. He yeah, but he didn't do accidents. No, he didn't. Right. But
1: I was just going to use him as as also an example of someone who he's done his things. Yeah, uh, and you've done your things, and you don't seem burnt out though.
0: No, um, but I do think that I. I mean, how sad is this going to sound? I maybe just you get less happy at becoming an adult. You get less. But I I was going to say that I think I probably was overall happier. In general. Before before I did a bunch ecstasy. That's really interesting. But I also wonder if I've just ignorance was bliss and now I'm an adult and you just become more it's a hard
1: thing. Your brain can know. go one of two ways. I didn't smoke pot until I was 28, and then I smoked pot, and then and then like your brain then knows that that's one of the ways you can feel. So there's an inherent depression to not feeling right. that way all the time. Right. Some people's reaction to that is to chase the dragon, mm-hmm. as you were saying. My reaction was, I'm going to stay away from that thing that makes you artificially feel good, and I'm going to stick to the things that actually make you feel good. Career, like we were talking about, yeah. respect, right. fulfillment, love. Yes. That sort of stuff is more... Refillable than uh, drugs.
0: That's you're totally right, and that's why I and I haven't done ecstasy in years because of that. Yeah, where it's like man, that nothing. Can compare to that, right? But I, so I need to stop doing that, right? Because it makes life uh, very uh, bleak, right? In well, comparison, is
1: it, it's <laughs> that it's that cliche. If you have to, it's like the, I got this from Muppet Babies. Yeah, yeah you got to go high on a roller coaster, and then that gets you a rush, and then you right. have to take them to feel normal, sort right. of thing. Right? Uh, yeah, I think we should work on our own natural. That's why mm-hmm. does meditation or any of that stuff interest you? Um, because the idea that I get I'm it, I can't do it, but I get it. Yeah, right. I've recently – I've been giving this a lot of thought. You want to get
0: really weird. Yeah. I'll get weird with it's you. It's already gotten quite weird, but this has been ahead. This has been
1: hands down one of great. the funniest episodes and one of the weirdest episodes great. by far. So all I want. Great job. That's Thanks for I coming. Uh, when, I, when I take mushrooms, I'm kind of like – it's weird that my brain is responding to this thing that I ate. Mm-hmm. But my brain is doing the work. Right. My brain is creating the visuals. My, gra- my brain is releasing the uh, serotonin. Mm-hmm. My brain is making me feel e- and experience everything. Mm-hmm. It's just reacting. It's being ignited by the substance that I took. And that's why I'm like, maybe that's why some people are so fascinated with meditation. Maybe that's why some people devote their lives to it. And Duncan Trussell and I were talking about like these monks and stuff that uh, take acid and they- it has no effect on them because they're just kind wow. of always living in a state – of right. acid, or it was
0: bunk acid. Well, he told the he told a really <laughs> good
1: story. I don't want to repeat it. Was it on this podcast or his? I'm not sure. But he told a story about this guy that was just like I called him Blanket Man, just one of these Tibetan kind of monk guys that used to take the guy who made all the acid for the Grateful Dead, Timothy Leary or something.
0: Yeah, oh, not, Ken it, w- Kesey.
1: I don't I don't I don't even know if I'd know it if okay. you said it. But he gave this monk. This uh, this acid right. and like intending him to take a little bit and he threw it all in and nothing happened. Wow! And then he came back again and he was like, "You think I t- pull- I tricked you? That's why you're back." And he was like, "Here, let me show you. I'm not like palming it or anything. Put it all in his head, and again, nothing it was just like completely normal. Wow! So then I was like, "Oh, now I get it. I their brain think- is just on another plane. They've 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 woken up from the dream, right? The illusion of reality. Here's this is the weird thing that I was going to put at you." Mm-hmm. The idea that some people, please don't think that I'm a psycho. Okay. Some people believe very strongly that when you go to sleep at night, your spirit mm-hmm. leaves your body. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the astral plane or whatever. And that's where it recharges. That's what's happening when you sleep. So every night your your spirit kind of leaves your body and then comes back in. That's a pretty big buy for the first part of this sure, story. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm with you. If you checked out right there, I get it. No, I'm in. Okay, good. Yeah. I love green lights. <laughs> Don't give me red lights. Let's see what happens if we only hit green yeah. lights. So that's part A. Part B is some people try and stay awake. It's called astral projection. Mm-hmm. They try and uh, consciously, through meditation, leave their body in the way that you supposedly do when you dream.
0: Yes. I have a friend that, does, that can do that. Okay. I cannot
1: wait to ask you 5,000 questions. Well, okay.
0: Because my point is, Mm -hmm. before I
1: throw it it to you completely, because I don't have any experience with this or whatever, apart from being a decent lucid dreamer, Mm -hmm. is the idea that uh, some people, humans, Mm -hmm. like you and I, say that they can lie down in the middle of the day or at night. And consciously leave their body, they see themselves leave their bodies, and then once in that state, completely conscious, aware, alert, remembering it all, can travel around not a make-believe dream world, but this world. Mm-hmm. Now, that's that's hard to uh, – it's quantifiable. We could test this. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to test it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, write a message on this side of the room and just just astral project and go in and read the message and then come and tell me what the message said. I don't know if they've done that sort of stuff. Right. All I care about is there are hundreds if not thousands of people that say they do this, say they go into outer space, say they travel through time, say they go into the future, the past, into spirit realms, they see demons, angels, they meet right. Jesus, they meet fucking Santa Claus. I don't care. I don't care if that's a hallucination or if that's real. I kind of want in. It's it, that sounds amazing,
0: <laughs> right? Sounds like you should smoke DMT. Also. Ah,
1: but also, see, but the thing that's interesting about it is this is DMT without smoking. It's something. it's
0: dreaming. I mean, that's just a dream state. But my right. friend that can meditate, my friend has has told me that he has um, sometimes just replaces sleeping with. Meditating, yeah, and isn't doesn't fall asleep, but is more refreshed at the end of it than if he fell asleep. That's great, yeah. Fascinating. And that, that's what that is, and he's just meditating. So, but is he
1: actually projecting? Is he going around and seeing himself?
0: Well, he's told me that he has done that. Oh, really? But also. And I believe him. He's a very spiritual guy, and there's something about him that I'm like, I, this guy gets it. You kind of feel it radiating yes. off of him? he's so zen, it's ridiculous. And really? And he's the best bass player I've ever seen
1: <laughs> on planet Earth. <laughs> Fucking Dr. Seuss hat. He's like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm leaving a body tonight. He's truly
0: awesome. Yeah. Grew up in Houston with him. He also told me a thing that he used to study karate, whatever, when we were very young. And he told me that he—and this was in, like, high school, so he wasn't a kid just lying but apparently fireballs or energy balls yeah. actually do exist. <laughs>
1: uh, that, see, I wanna believe that. that. I know. I, I wanna, wanna hit, believe that I too. wanna hit some green lights and see where we go. Yeah. Because does it end with you and I topless on the roof trying to throw <laughs> fireballs? Good chance it does. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why we're topless, but Well, just I don't know. Own it. It's more free. More chi more chi flowing.
0: How do we feel about our bodies right now? I'm not great about mine. B minus.
1: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Okay, C+. Plus. <laughs> now we're talking. C, C+. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we could we could totally be doing better with bodies. Uh, so he said he could but throw he said a fireball? That he,
0: he said he couldn't, but he's he saw his, his sensei throw an energy ball from across a room and, and knock a guy over. Really? Yeah. And I still, I want to ask him now, it's t- 10 years now, were you lying to me about that? Yeah. I really want to ask him. But he, yeah. he swore to me that you can throw energy. See, I love...
1: That. I don't want to live in a bubble right. where I know everything. I'd like to live in a world where I hear things like that and I feel everything. I feel challenged. Mm-hmm. I feel doubtful. I feel a little upset. Yes. Manipulated. Right. Taken <laughs> advantage of. Right. You fool. And also, like, <laughs> is that real? Yeah. My, uh, a friend of mine that I, uh, that I went to school with used to tell me that he met this girl and, you know, he was, they were all both, like, maybe 10, 11, 12. And he never forgets this girl who he still thinks might have been a witch. Right. Mm -hmm. And he and she used to say that she was a witch Mm -hmm. and she used to like butterflies and shit would land in her hand and she'd be like, this is my grandmother or something just fucking insane. And then you'd keep seeing that butterfly over and over. And then he told me this story about like looking in her eyes at one point, like she was like in a trance and he looked in her eyes and he said that looking in her eyes was like looking right into a floodlight. Like he had to like recoil because she was in this like weird state. You know what I mean, and this is a guy that like he and I have been really interested in the Salem witch trials and stuff because mm-hmm. people love to shit on the Salem witch trials and be like nothing was happening, and I'm right in that line with you. Right? Sure, it sounds like a bunch of hoot hoot nanny.
0: I am tired of people shitting on the Salem. Witch trials.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well when you grow up in the northeast you hear it a little okay, bit more. All right, all right. Or something was happening. Yeah. There there are accounts of the in the Salem Witch trials of the afflicted children, the mm-hmm. children that were saying Tituba had put a curse on them and stuff, bending over like entirely. You know what I mean? Like, like exorcist, exorcist style. Yeah. yeah. Like the scariest
0: thing that you can see. Doing insane yeah. shit. Right.
1: Now either these people who had uh, devoted themselves to a life of purity and truth telling decided, fuck everything, let's lie. <laughs> Or that's not the only explanation. Or maybe what if something was happening? It could have. It could have been interesting. Yeah,
0: and I love that. I hope that there's weird shit. I in hope the world. that
1: kid more than I hope more Absolutely. than anything he saw a fucking Ryu style fireball thrown at a kid named Ken.
0: Thank you. I this is real quick and yeah. but related because I don't know how we are on time or what. I don't, I don't know. know if we got I don't a know signal where we are. When I was in preschool, I dropped a block on this kid's hand. Yeah, and no one fucking believes me i saw this this happened yeah this blood came out of his hand he really did bleed yeah so i'm not making that up it was it looked like blueberry yogurt it was a light purple blood (laughs) that came out of it. (laughs) and i looked at him and he looked at me like i saw something weird right both were like this is fucking very strange yeah and I still don't know what the explanation was to that. But it was one of those things where I was like, Was that a fucking alien? What what was that alien blood? What yeah. like, it was like it was light purple. It was so weird and I, I know I saw it. Right. And I don't have an explanation. But it's stuff like that that I'm like, I'm glad that, that we fucking weird thing happened. Right. There's a there's, it's mystery. Like I, mystery. Think, I think I've said this
1: on the show before, but only once before. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a great Garrison Keillor story called uh, Prophet. Yeah. I think you can get it on iTunes. It's, it's one of my favorite stories of all time. And it's fake. But he tells a story about being at a 4th of July barbecue, and mm-hmm. it snows. Mm-hmm. And everyone sees it. And then he's like, and then everyone denied that it happened. You know, like 15, 20 people. Right. And they were like, oh, it must have been the, uh, the cotton tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the tree that looks like right. white. And he's like, but that doesn't melt. This shit hit my plate, and then it melted. It was snow. It snowed on the 4th of July. Right. For 10 minutes, it was snowing. Right. And then he, and no one was talking about it, and everybody just dismissed it. And he had to make in that moment a choice to either dismiss it as well or become a prophet. And he was like, and I chose to dismiss it because a prophet doesn't get to travel the country living off the fat of the land, doing Prairie Home Companion, right. staying in swank hotels. Right. He's a freak yeah. and he's the guy going, <laughs> hey, I dropped that block on your hand and you bled uh-huh. purple. Mm-hmm. I think that's an alien. Get out of here. <laughs> Beat it. You can't write for <laughs> yeah. Parks and Rec, you fucking <laughs> yeah. weird purple yeah, yeah, blood exactly. seer. Exactly. Get it's back weird. in line. You want to own a yeah. house? I'm sure on right. your
0: deed it says something right. like, and you never saw that blood. Right. I'm either a liar or I'm crazy. But so instead I just told you now. But I really, yeah. I, have, I buried that <laughs> memory deep down because it's weird. It's just yeah. it's a strange little thing that happened. But I think that's so
1: cool, man. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> what about relationships? We haven't really talked about that too much. You are, you know, you're a successful uh, a young man. Right. You seem like on the fast track to becoming like an executive type. Hopefully, yeah, I think that's yeah. a, that's bound to happen. Uh, you, we've we've already referenced that you're doing well, but you're also interesting and funny. Um, so what it what what is your
0: deal? Are you dating with, people? <coughs> I think that like, yeah, I'm trying to find a, a girl that I can be with and share your house with and share my house. I bought a house so that girls would like me. Is that true? Uh, that's is why there a part I'd of it anything. that you'd be like? uh <laughs> that's great that's great when i have a date with a girl coming up my dream is that she comes over first and then we leave from my house to, oh, the, God. to the bar my version of that is i hope they're aware of my comedy <laughs> that they've oh that they've seen i have me. that too man yeah same with meeting famous people i don't ever want to meet them unless they oh, have, so humiliating yeah. if they haven't because yeah. they just
1: win I,
0: I know we're being small right now, but right. that sometimes people are small. Yeah.
1: I would like like I uh went bowling with John Hamm, Katie was there. Yeah. And like the fact that I know he's seen me do some comedy makes me just go like, Thank you. You like yourself. I can't you do like a little yourself. shit this yeah. whole time. Right. Because I will
0: Right. Oh yeah. And you, you just don't want to have to work that and hard. And I'll dance as fast as you I can to, to you win sh- him over. All right, you know I'm funny. Let now we can be normal. Right. I don't have to fucking Yeah, dance. you're right. Yeah. And
1: and th- I think you're being kind of beautifully honest. It's about something somewhat shallow, but it's true. People think things like this all the time. If mm-hmm. it's a nice shirt, a nice car, your house, you're like, I hope they see this. This mm-hmm. is a sign. I'm not a sociopath. I have enough money for a house, and I'm mature enough to move it around and invest it in a thing. Right. It's a type of commitment, too. You're committed a, it's, it's to a, a, a house. Commitment.
0: It's a commitment. Uh it's the same thing as, uh, like, it's supposed to be the best wingman is, like, a girl. Because uh, a girl yes. that sees you goes, oh, well, he's not crazy or an asshole as he's friends with not the girl. Not to be weird, I'm yeah. great with flirting with girls
1: when I'm hanging out with Chelsea. Yeah. And I always go, this is Chelsea. Because, she's the worst. Yeah. Just so yes. they know that she's not my girlfriend. Yes, that's great. This is my uh, worst friend, Chelsea. Right. <laughs> She, you call her your worst friend. That's like a play so on Stuff best like friend. yeah, stuff like best that. Friend. I'll be like, "This is my worst yeah. friend, Chelsea," right. and and then we're in business because I'm not crazy. Here's a girl, right? Here's a woman, and she
0: likes me, right? So it just like it it raises the baseline from stranger to something yes. else that's yes quite, you know and you have a house and that is, and I think what is uh, significant is that that's, <laughs> that's not why I bought a house for starters but it it, it, it is nice and, to be able to have can I, that in the pocket
1: I'll tell you something a little embarrassing every yeah. once in a while I'll be at home and I'll hear my neighbor's TV and I'll just go like fuck it I'm getting a house
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't I can't
1: get a house right now but that's what's gonna push me into right. a house right is I just want quiet. <laughs>
0: Well, that's why when my roommates moved out to move in with their girlfriends, and I was paying a ton in rent because it was a three bedroom and yep. it was just me. But I was like, well, I don't want to ask anyone else to move in here. Right. And I can't go back to an apartment. I can't, yeah. you know, and that sounds from shitty. How, yeah, from how it's, it's well, hard to go back from how, it, cause because of that, the TV and all that shit, where I, you don't want to, I don't want to even have to fucking. Politely nod at someone at nine in the morning. I don't want to have to fucking do that because of TV writing. No, because when you're in an apartment, you see your fucking neighbor on an elevator. Hey man, I I would buy a house just to get that moment out of my day. I'll say this: I live,
1: I live alone. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. I live alone, and there's no going back to roommates. Yeah, you can't do it. I can't tell you how fucking purely delightful it is to be on my couch, no pants. Yes and uh fucking something eating some fucking parfait of bacon oh, yeah. and cheese yeah.
0: watching mad men and too and loud and to come home and no one else is on that couch no one else is it on is that couch nothing more infuriating then coming mm. home and people are fucking hanging out in your space. And I used to love it. Yeah. For a time, I loved it. But yeah, now you get I feel to a like point. a grown man. And yeah. I'm like, please, this house needs
1: to be empty. Yeah. But then the next level is this house needs to be quiet. I can't Now I have my, right. Na- right, my exactly. neighbors or my roommates that I don't and see. And you
0: want to be able to make noise when you want to make noise. I know. I play drums. I, I had to get a house. Yeah. I can't live in an apartment again because we have band practice. I play drums every day for hours. Really? And you have to. You can't do it in an apartment. Awesome.
1: You know? Yeah. That just made you so much more awesome.
0: So your drums and <laughs> yeah. your
1: house, these are good things. And you'd like you'd like a. Uh, I've been trying to bring monogamy back to the show because so many people came onto the show and just being like, I just want to fuck other people forever, uh, and that's fine. I'll I'll hear right. that out. But uh, people, listeners, were getting a little frustrated that nobody seems
0: to want to get married. That's I crazy. I I, lo- I would love to have a child and get married. All that shit. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I I fuck people to try to find that person. Yeah. So if that sometimes I appear to be sure, A n- uh, cad. <laughs> I okay, challenge uh, you to do. a duel. You cad, a coxman. But in reality, I that you coxman. have to. You're the coxman with and the and you, heart of gold. Yeah, well, you know, with yeah. the cock of gold. Not gonna like marry someone you haven't fucked. Yeah, I understand that. What if? Although, no, I didn't. But I knew a you lot. You could of marry didn't. someone and then find out that they have a very smelly vagina.
1: And well, that, it's interesting. that
0: would be a very big bummer.
1: Somebody just somebody just Facebook I love Weirdos and the fans of the show. And <laughs> someone was so good I'm sorry I don't remember who it was, but they tweeted it at me. This idea that there's a type of dating called smell dating, mm-hmm. which you sleep in a t shirt for three nights, put it in a bag, and then you go to this party where you get the bag and you smell bags. And let, let's say you liked number nineteen. They're all girls, girls shirts wow. or whatever. You smell it, and you're like, "There's something about this that I like." And then you you get to see their photo as well. You know what I mean? So you can, yeah. But if you smell them, and the, it was weirdly successful. That's cool as shit. The people that were like, "I like the way this person smells," <laughs> yeah. and they're cute. They would date uh, for years. You know, just like, hey,
0: man, if you want to get weird, let's when do it. A girl it. fucking spends a night and I give her a shirt to wear and yeah. she leaves the next day. Oh. I, I smell that shirt. I of do. Of course. That's not weird, right? That's not weird okay, at great. all. Okay,
1: great. That's not weird just at to all. Just the smell of the shirt. A fucking girl left a scarf at my house. Yeah, you're going to f- it. I didn't smell even it. get it. So you feel a little bit gross. You're like, <laughs> oh, I have your scarf. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, no, this scarf is staying on the couch with me because it's yeah. like there's a girl sitting there. They I don't give smell a shit. Very nice. Ladies. I'm a stu- Women smell amazing, and I'm a stupid mammal. On mm-hmm. uh, some level, yeah. I'm just some fucking ape yeah. that wants to smell a nice scarf. Absolutely. This episode has been so delightfully weird.
0: Oh yeah, I've had a great time. But you're not dating anybody now. I'm not dating anybody now. But you, you know, you're aggressively. Open to it. Yeah, I'm open to it. Yeah. How yeah. do you meet people? Um. Well, lately, now that I uh, don't leave my house anymore, I uh, predominantly do. You, I, I do meet people on Facebook. Yeah, I don't. I don't do dating sites. Yeah, because Facebook at least has the illusion that that's n- not not why you're what there. it is. Uh, that's so important to but me. But I do think that OKCupid and all that shit is becoming much more acceptable. It is. Many people I know are on it now. Yeah, and I'm like, really? Yeah, man. I, I was on it for two weeks. Were you? A couple years ago. This sounds like the fake story that everyone says. My friend really did make a profile for me. Really? Yeah, cuz I was in a bad way about my ex-girlfriend. that's so funny. And uh and I was like, all right, I'll check my and then I checked it and I was like, this is kind of cool. Yeah, I get to read what these fucking What are the chances that you go to a bar and out of those 30 people, yeah. You know, you can type in your what you want in a person. Right. What are the chances if you go to a bar you're going to find yeah, those it doesn't really make any sense. It, it's so much more convenient. Hear, it makes so much
1: more sense. I hear about those really romantic stories, though. Right, where you meet in some really romantic way. Yeah, but like we can't all have that, unfortunately. And and just mathematically, it makes more sense. It's like I really like this, this, and this. Yes, Th- these are optional, but I still like them. Yeah. And these are uh, not really. But necessary, these are biggies to me because
0: cool. you can go to a bar. Oh, this girl's so pretty. She's super funny. Oh wait, she. Is pro life. You find that out a week right. later, and then it's like, oh, I actually can't be with you. That, right, that's a big thing. Yeah, those they're interesting deal
1: breakers. I was just thinking about what what some of my deal breakers were. I can't remember. That's what a big they were one now. for
0: me is is abortion. I mean, oh really? They need cause to. Be I'm going because yeah, she's pro-choice. gonna get pregnant at some point. Ah. No, uh, but um, point being, I so th- I saw someone from college on OK Cupid. And that's why – and I immediately deleted my profile. Oh, really? Because I was like, I've I oh, they've see, they see me now. I'm humiliated right. never again. And I haven't gone on since. It's weird because I, I – uh, this, this is just a great weird episode. I'm going
1: to embrace the weirdness. I have thought about that in the past, online dating. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, it's too humiliating yeah. for them to be like, that's the guy. If they know me at all, mm-hmm. to be like, oh, that guy that I saw on television mm-hmm. or whatever – is on this thing. It's too, and you're about to be on television. So things well, are about if it gets to get picked up. If it gets picked up, it's about to get even weirder. Sure. You are playing Harris mm-hmm. on Sarah. We change the name so it seems like
0: I'm acting. Uh, but yeah, it's it's me. To Maris, <laughs> Roger Maris.
1: <laughs> Laser accuracy. I haven't said it in a while. <laughs> I was hoping for one. You. It's like the Johnny Carson OK. Yeah, yeah. If I say laser over. accuracy, yeah. except it means nothing for your career. <laughs> uh, um, so, you, you, Sarah Silverman, who's a friend of yours, mm-hmm. wrote a part for you on your show, mm-hmm. and you are badass because, uh, you know, Chelsea and I would talk about this, and I talk about it with my other friends. I also was in a place, I guess I'm secondhandedly calling myself badass, but what I mean is yeah. you were an inspiration to me. Our friends that leave these jobs, right. which are cushy, right. uh, you know, and they just get more good paying. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a writer. Sure. They get more good paying. Yeah, well paying. Yeah, well paying.
0: Uh, I was trying to make a joke, but then I realized that is that, the actual, that that was right. well paying. Yeah. Okay. More
1: well paying, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know you can do it. And you know that you would stick in it and and you'd be okay. I'm
0: not as cool as you think I am because (laughs) if the show doesn't get picked up, I'm going back to parks. Oh, right. Of course. (laughs) Sure. So I'm not like – Wait. You work that out? Yeah, you were like, if it doesn't get picked I, up, I I'm need coming that, back. That cushion, I'm that's, too paranoid. That that's okay. I just got a house, man. I, I, I got a mortgage I now. <laughs> see, you're, you're in the system, man. That's true. You're that's, on the grid. I would love to take the two months that I've been off right now. Yeah. have been the most enjoyable two months of my entire life. Really? Because I was working like a fucking yes. slave dog. You can say working like, like a slave because I'm not saying it's like a black slave. There's Jewish slaves. There's Chinese every type. slaves. I was working like a Chinese slave. Mm,
1: this just got <laughs> wow. We yeah, this is what we did in this episode. We took the ball, the football, and yeah. we were like, let's run this into the weird end zone. Yeah. And then like Forrest Gump, we just kept yeah. running. <laughs> yeah, and into then, the visitors' and, yeah, locker room. Jenny's
0: got she got AIDS. Yeah, she's we're got, gonna raise her kid now. Oh
1: no. Yeah. Oh no, because you didn't know at the bar that
0: she was pro-life. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know. Uh, also, so, didn't know that it was AIDS when I first saw that movie. Oh. Thought it was just the cold. She said, I'm sick. For oh, it. that's right. I forgot yeah, she had AIDS. Yeah. Are people? Is this going to catch on? Instead of saying, I'm positive,
1: you go, man, I'm HIV. <laughs> Will that catch on? Is this are you the first sure? You have heard that? Are you sure this movie is uh, at seven and not seven thirty? I'm, I'm HIV, bro. I'm HIV,
0: Yeah, I think that. Uh, I don't think that. Well, it's getting people are getting pretty casual about AIDS I think. because of the the
1: curish feel. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're
0: on the horizon. It's
1: like the Black Plague. The first jokes that were about the Black yeah. Plague. It started looking like it was going away, and it's right. like, oh man, like that one guy, Iris Soothsayer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one jokester that made the first black plague first joke. Black plague joke. Yeah. He's like, uh, "This yeah. is spreading like the black plague." Yeah. Oh, Iris! <laughs> really took a shot there, it was, Iris. It was Billy Crystal. <laughs> that's his lineage. Yeah, that's his lineage. So, but you are badass in that you are trying to break away and be more of a performer. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's badass. I, I'm not. I
0: don't. I haven't done stand up in seven months. If we're being honest, really, because, well, I only. I, I wanted to talk about this with you yeah. because I, I have this thing that – I feel like um, the, the, when you're a, a stand-up that is, and that is great and enjoying it, it's because you – like I think you've even talked about this, but you're doing it for you and the audience, right? Yeah. Do the comedy that would make you laugh, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Now, I want to talk to you about this because we're both comedians and we're writers and we're not uh, civilians anymore, Right. All we think about is comedy. It's so funny because Katie. Yeah. Parking lot Katie. Sorry, Katie. Yes. (laughs) Parking (laughs) Parking lot Lot Katie. Katie That's a great song. Great country song.
1: Which I like now that I'm an older man. Yes. Oh, man. It all (laughs) folded in on each other. We were talking about how I stopped saying civilians, although comedians do refer to non-comedians as civilians. Right. And what I said to her, I'm glad it's coming up, is I was like, I bet parking lot attendants who work the midnight to 7 a.m. shift, call people who aren't parking lot attendants civilians. Yes. Because their lives are so different right. from the regular just, 9 to 5 uh, guy. Yeah. So they just call
0: them civilians. In any occupation, yeah, the
1: people that don't do that, that, that don't occupation do it, are civilians. Yeah, if
0: you're an advertiser,
1: yeah. and then there are right. civilians. I, so, like, I think that's a more inclusive, exclusive yes. term. Yes, I allow other people to use it, but yes. But so But point being is that yeah.
0: because I'm not anymore and because um, – the stuff that makes us laugh is like the fourth thing past what the normal joke would be. If that makes any yep. sense it, cause of layers and irony and whatever the right fuck. there's, it's impossible that I would be able to like tell the jokes that make me laugh and make a miracle at, cause we just don't have the same sense of humor. Interesting. If that makes any sense, you're doing
1: comedy for like four steps removed
0: for like, yeah, for the first step. And I, and, and it's, some people like Louie or Zach are lucky enough that the what shit makes that them they, laugh? What makes them laugh is also universally hilarious. I, I don't think that's my case. I, I live in a writer's room, and my fucking sense of humor is very alienating, I think. My true who I am. Right.
1: Right, right. We call this the uh, community syndrome, sort of thing. Like you'd like, yeah. I don't, I don't even watch Community, but I'm talking about kind of insular, exclusive. Yeah, exactly. But I bet if you get out, and it it sounds like you're about to get out, you'd regain some of your salt of the earthiness. I bet I would,
0: would maybe regain it, or hopefully, what would happen was that people would just come to. I could say whatever the fuck I want on stage. Well, come to me. Who
1: was it? It was uh, it was David Kechner who was just talking about Del Close, who said, "Treat your audience like they're poets and playwrights. You know, like Mm -hmm. treat them like they're." Oh yeah, yeah. and give them a chance to come to you cuz I think you might be surprised. Right. You know, I'm trying to think of well, cuz there's was also like Arrested Development <laughs> is one of those shows that was just like such that a writer That no not watched and no one watched, but
0: um I was cuz I was opening for Sarah and Louie in my stand-up heyday. I was not a headliner. I've headlined right. once at the San Francisco Sketchfest. That's uh-huh. It. And but your job as a feature is to it, Give them a good show. Yeah. Not fucking do your bullshit, like experimental, whatever. Deliver. And so I was like, all right, I have to kind of be middle, uh, you know. Be a middle guy. Yeah. And and it wasn't, uh, after a certain point, it it wasn't fulfilling, but I couldn't jump to headliner because I didn't have a following. So you
1: feel like you're losing your touch with an audience.
0: I feel like
1: I'm, you should only, yeah. You're afraid that you're losing your touch with your audience. Yes.
0: you're not sure that you're doing. I don't that. think I am because I can still write scripts and. Stuff. You know, it's funny I can still though. Write jokes for an audience,
1: but you know the the unforgivable sin that they say is uh, in the in the Bible, the New Testament, is they say blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? And they used to say that, like my my professor put me at uh, ease about. He would, would always say, "If you're worried that you did that, that you blasphemed the Holy Spirit, you didn't do it." So the fact that you're worried that you're ostracizing your audience is a sign to me that you haven't yet done it, right? Because you care. The people that don't, that only laugh at the four times removed stuff, and are only you know looking down on the crowd, yeah, uh, don't aren't aware of it anymore.
0: Well, I gotta say, with that, I I feel like the weird one. I I feel like yeah. The well, I can feel is, that coming I feel like off of you. The audience senses of their sense of humor is correct. Yeah. Because they are the majority. Right. And I'm the one that is just going to be like, all right, right, I'll. Uh, you guys can have fun. I'll, I'll, I don't want to bring your good time down. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah. And I'm sure you'll be I sick, had it for a while. Yeah. I, I, I was doing fun. But I feel like I was being a little inauthentic as to who I am
1: Yeah, or something. Well, I'd really, you know what I would say to that? I would say, go nuts. Yeah. Not just when you're middling. Go nuts and do yeah. exactly what it is. Because I think there's a lot of success stories that started with, like, Larry David's one of those guys that could, going back to Larry David. It's, okay, yes. Who it's, it kind of is Who he would go up on yeah. stage and w- hated the crowd right. and, and, and hated doing. I am just compared myself to Larry David. No, I'm so sorry. I did it. Okay. But, but it's, your that, outlook, it's that
0: outlook. Yeah. That not, outlook of,
1: like, what do I have to offer for these you? Yeah, yeah. This is what I like. Yeah. But then, like, you see him do, like, on that special, the Curb special, the first, the pilot, I guess it was, where he does that uh, stuff about Julius Caesar at two Brute. Yeah. Who is that for? Right. And then, you know what? There are a lot of people that know to yeah, you're right. E 2 Brute. That's the thing Brute. is,
0: is I'm not fucking smarter than these people. I, I They're think, smarter than me.
1: I think it's the Del Close thing. I think yeah. it's the treat them like poets. Yeah, Cause and, they are. And they probably will be. And you know what? Uh, it, like we said with uh, Gaffigan and stuff, there's certain crowds that you're just not going to be for. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Uh, you don't only want to play for crowds that share your exact exact upbringing, right. but before you can convert other people and be persuasive with this unique type of humor, just, just bang it
0: out at UCB for a couple months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the other thing that happened. I did just get fucking profoundly lazy and stop writing material because yeah. it was all going to other shit. Right. I don't know how, how you do it. I don't know how people do like it. Like Melanie and all those. Yeah. I always go to Melanie
1: before and myself. And Hannibal is another. Hannibal, Melanie.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh I, you know, I, I, have, I take issue with people, and I'm not saying Hannibal or Mulaney do that, but I never would take a uh, claim of my ideas. David Mamet, somebody asked David Mamet, where do, you, where do your ideas come from? And he said, I think of them, which I think is the perfect response. Yeah. Seinfeld also said in, in an interview one time, he was like, he finds it incredibly pretentious that creative people act as if they have anything to do with their ideas. You know what I mean? He's like, they're coming from our subconscious. Yeah. I feel them being lobbed over the wall that's blocking them all from coming in. Right, And one of them, like a flaming arrow in Robin Hood, will sail into me. That's funny. And it's my job to write it down and go, thank you, subconscious. And the best thing I can do is uh, relax and foster it and try and live a good life and try and live an interesting life, try and surround myself with interesting people, try and give myself enough downtime to let the creativity bubble and brew and ferment. And then the rest of my job is dictate Mm-hmm. Really, just being the instrument, and a, I know that sounds lofty. No, but, I but that, that I think
0: a lot of musicians say that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just, just let it vessel. happen.
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Cormac McCarthy, who wrote The Road, yeah. said that he just wrote. Right. He just and dictated. Just he yeah. didn't know where it was going. It wasn't outlined. He was writing it, going, I don't know how this is going to end, mm-hmm. and then ended beautifully. By the way, great ending, fucking one of the best. great ending, yeah. tear jerker yeah. on an airplane. Yeah, put the hoodie up. Love don't it. Don't want people to say <laughs> <laughs> Guy didn't know where it was going. Yeah, take
0: so, get the window seats so no one can see you.
1: So when it comes to like, how do we do it? These these jokes and these ideas, I think, are just popping in, and all we can do is be in their service.
0: That's true. Yeah, and
1: and now that you have a little time to yourself,
0: yeah. They're going to start bubbling and coming. Well, in. I booked – I'm hosting Crash Test. I have to so – I haven't done stand-up in so long. And I was like, I'm going to do it now. I booked well,
1: it. you've just employed one of uh, my favorite principles, which is you need to give yourself something to work towards, which is yeah. like the best thing to get you working is to book a show that you're not yeah. ready for.
0: You're, never, you're not going to be ready for fatherhood. Yeah, Until you fucking have a kid. Yeah. all Everything. You just yes. fucking That's actually very yeah. similar.
1: You basically got your calendar pregnant. Yes, exactly. And now you better get ready yeah, to now be have a to dad. Deliver.
0: What's going to happen is I'm going to go on stage and read lazily read jokes out of my phone. It'll be the, <laughs> it'll be the best.
1: Uh, I love you, man. Thanks for doing this. Oh, we're still on. Thank you. You're great. Yeah, yeah you're thank done. Thank you, That's, Pete. <laughs> all right. Oh, you got to say keep it crispy. I Oh, forgot. yeah, of
0: course. Keep it crispy, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Little guys at the end.